This episode of The Sleazy Podcast is brought to you in part by ShopNerdKO.com. That's ShopNerdKO.com. Your home for all things nerdy. What's up, everybody? This is episode 13 of The Sleazy Podcast. I'm Sleazy, and I'm joined by... Rob Zilla, what's up? Thank you for joining today, Rob. You're a repeat uh, guest now. I know. I feel very this special. I'm very like several episodes for you. I know. We have tons to talk about tonight. Tons, tons. We just got done with our pre-show, and you know, got some feedback from everybody, and um, we're ready to go. We're we're pumped. We're amped. But tonight, we're going to start with a new segment called "Listen to Sleazy." Yeah, listen up. Listen to Sleazy. Listen to him. Listen to Sleazy when I tell you this. Nobody owes you anything. Nobody. Your boss doesn't owe you anything. Your your mother doesn't owe you anything. Your dad doesn't owe you anything. Your friends don't owe you anything. That's just the way it is. Get over it. Yeah. I am personally tired of having people come and talk to me about things that they feel they deserve. Well, sometimes the world doesn't give you everything you deserve. And when one opportunity closes, you got to prove yourself again. Or no one opens up. It's and a continuous, every day is continuous work. And sometimes you get passed over. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes things do not go your way. And that does not mean you should complain about it. And you should think that somebody owes you that because you did something a certain way. Or you felt like you, you did a lot of work and you, you, you. You, you were owed this. You know, you're owed it. Nobody owes you anything. No. I hate to say it. I hate to burst your bubble. Nobody owes you a goddamn thing. And excuse my language, but it, it's got to come through that way because if it doesn't, it won't resonate with certain people. Sometimes you just got to be harsh about it. And it's the truth. Yeah. I mean, look, man, I've told you a little bit about it. I think you can kind of grasp what I'm coming at. I, I definitely I'm not going to get too much in detail about it. But I'm tired of folks complaining about not getting opportunities or feeling like they're passed on. Well, if you got passed on, it was for a reason. Prove somebody wrong and work your butt off and make them regret making that decision. Or you know what? Work your butt off and go somewhere else and shine and make them regret that decision. Well, you even ask them like, hey, you know what? I know I got passed on, but you know what can I work on to do better? Uh, you know, People don't even ask that question. No, they, they don't. don't. Oftentimes they don't. They just go and they have this self-pity pouting moment. And right. You know what? It, it is a big world out there with a lot of people competing in the same thing that you want. Right. And for you to say, I deserve this. Li- listen, I've been passed up for things. And then I've seen people, you know, that got the job over me. Mm-hmm. struggle and I knew I could have done a better job than them. I didn't complain about it. Right. I just went on and I went on and moved on to something else. You did your thing. I did my thing. I moved on to something else and it worked out for something else. You know, it worked out to another road. Right. Another door open. Yep. You just got to put your head down and grind is what <laughs> it is. Yeah. You know, complaining about how bad you have it doesn't fix how bad you have it. And pe- there's a lot of people who are way off, yeah. way worse. People love to bitch, dude. They love to bitch. And I do my fair share of bitching, too. Well, but a lot of times it's stuff that I can't fix. And, you know, I get over it fairly quickly. But, hey, man, no, like I said, nobody owes you anything in this world. You got to 
I hate to say it, but you got to work for it. It's true. You just got to work for it. And, you know, in my, you know. Nothing is ever given to you. It's earned. Right. I I agree with you 100%. And with me, too, it's just, you know, people don't, you know, they understand the value of hard work. But on top of that, it's just. um, Hard work is. I know. Slap a hardworking man, as Dave DeSanto would say. Yes, that's true. But even that, it's just. um. Um, people are just not humble. They're not grateful for what they no, have. People work for. act like they're owed shit, and right. no one owes you anything. Just like I keep saying it, no one owes you a goddamn thing. You know, just like not getting personal with me, but you know, I get frustrated with my job just like anybody else. But you know what? Yeah. I, I know how good I got it. I came from working at a pizza place to working somewhere else. You know, so I'm exactly. grateful. I'm grateful. For you know how was. tough you know how tough the road was to get there, yep. and you know what the road could be like. Yep. You know how uncomfortable. That job environment could get. Yeah, I mean, I used to work seven days a week. And I'm not even speaking about anybody in particular, but at some point, you got to let the negativity go and say, "Man, if this is really bothering me that much, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking go somewhere else, and I'm gonna prove to them that they made the biggest mistake ever by right. passing me up." Yeah, and you can do it. Trust me. There's opportunities out there. I mean, they're talking about how the economy is booming right now. So do your thing. Go show. Go show what you got. If you want to bitch you about it, your- and especially you know, I, here's what I love. I love people that they get this college degree, and it's been imprinted in their mind that I get college degree. Someone gives me sixty thousand dollars a year. No. Someone gives me six figures a year. No. Let me tell you something. You got that college degree, but you still got to earn it. Yep. You still got to go in and prove that you're better than the people that are working there already, that already have a knowledge of the job, that already have a knowledge of how things work, you know. Or, or have the same degree in your field. But it, you it might have the same your... degree in your field, might not even have a degree at all, yeah. but they've got something over you called experience. Yep. Experience will trump your college degree sometimes. That's true. I hate to say it to you, but it will. And I've I've seen it happen, man. I've seen people with college degrees get skipped over for people that don't have it. Right. Because they're just a better fit in some scenario. But <laughs> I can't stress it enough, man. Just because you got your college degree doesn't mean you're entitled to something. Right. You have to go in and you've got to prove that you have the knowledge that you obtained through your college degree and the skill set that you obtained through your college degree. Yeah, it says it on paper, but you got to prove that. You, you know, have you to prove learn. it. Yeah. Just because you get a piece of paper does not mean that you're going to be successful in the workplace. Don't mean a damn thing. It doesn't. I've worked with people with, with college degrees. I worked with a dude that was a lawyer. He went into management. One of the worst managers I've ever worked for. He was a super nice dude, but he just he wasn't cut out for the business we're in. That's what happens sometimes. But the whole point of this rant is that you, you need to look at yourself in the mirror and you need to say, I, nobody owes me anything and I got to go out there and I got to earn it. And if I didn't do enough to earn it this time, I need to figure out what I need to do to earn it next time. But people don't even want to do that. They rather just piss and moan and bitch about it and oh, put yeah. everybody else down. And be then, negative. You know, be negative and create a toxic environment. That's even Nobody worse. wants to hear your bullshit. Right. No one wants to, no one wants to hear your bullshit. I can't, can't say it, can't repeat it enough. Especially if you work early in the morning, so you don't want to hear that bullshit. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I ate plates of shit coming up. Plates upon plates. Plates upon plates of shit. And you know what? You just you, you put your head down and you get through it. Yep. And, and you know, you prove that you're worth it to these people. You do what you got to do. 
you, you build your resume through these people and you move on. That's yeah. all there is to it. You know, prove to yourself you're better than that and move on. Just rededicate yourself instead of complaining that you're owed something. Redesign and rebuild yourself. Because guess what? I don't care. I don't care if you got a doctrine or you're, you know, from MIT. You could be from MIT and be pretty, pretty book smart and just not care about the job and not get it done. That doesn't mean you're owed a management position. Just because of whatever you have or what degree you have, it doesn't mean nothing. No, it doesn't mean anything. And, you know, I, like I said, I'm not speaking to any anything personally, so to say. But I'm just tired of it. I hear, I hear people when I'm grocery shopping talking about all this stuff that they're owed. And, but, man, come on, folks. Work shit. for it. Work for it. You don't, That's the thing. People don't know work. No. They'd rather piss and moan about it and it'd be handed to them. And, you know, it's one thing when you're working hard and you're not getting paid enough you're getting taken advantage of, then that's a different story, per yeah, se. Yeah, that's a different subject. You're kind of owed compensation for your work, I think. Yeah. But don't think for a minute that you're better than anybody else just because you think you are and you think you're entitled to that better spot. Because when you think that way, you're, you're not humble. Mm-mm. And people see that. And they see you're not humble. And they... One... one one key ingredient to leadership is humbleness. Yeah. And that transcends through any kind of leader, you know, coaches, teachers, military. I mean, any kind of leader you can think of, humbleness is a part of their, 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 uh, you know, their formula of success. And it's an automatically turnoff too. I mean, if you see someone with a manager who's not humble and just act like they know it all and they deserve that, you don't want to work hard for that person. Well, chances are that person isn't going to last long in their position anyways. Yeah. So that, yeah. that they did get, but to end the first ever listen to sleazy rant, nobody owes you anything. Very Keep true. that in mind. Keep that in mind. You are owed nothing from no one. No one cares about what you think you're owed. Suck it up and start proving yourself. But anyways, let's move on. More let's, fun let's, stuff. Let's move on to more fun stuff. I'm yeah. done ranting. About that, anyways. Right. Um, I just said my first um of the night. So Demi Lovato, so she relapsed. Have, I didn't even know she was an addict. I I did not know that. I, I then, didn't know much about her other than she was gorgeous and amazingly hot. And, yeah. Um. Apparently, she's had this issue for years. She's been she suffered a bulimia. Um. A yeah, I knew disorder. she had a weight problem. Yeah, mental disorder. Um. I think she said she self harmed herself too as well. Um, and she's been doing drugs for, for years, apparently. Um, really? Yeah. She was doing drugs for years. Um, and I guess, like, before she relapsed, that she was sober for six years. I mean, she's only 25. So Yeah, she's she, very young. She's very young. Successful for how young she is. I wonder if she ever thought that anybody owed her anything. That's a good question. She probably didn't. Yeah, she probably she didn't. She probably went out and worked really hard and mm-hmm. did her thing and... She lived it up. I mean, young, uh, young beautiful girl like that gets a lot of, you know, lots of money and partying. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's easy to get mixed up in that. Recipe and for disaster, I actually, really. I saved a picture of this and I wanted to talk about it just for this segment. Oh. Because I thought it was interesting because, you know, all the drug addicts, former drug addicts are talking about this. And I really want to tell them that they're wrong on this post. Let me get into my Facebook pictures here. Here it is. Demi Lovato ODs on heroin. Everybody. Oh my God, I feel so bad for her. 
Hope she gets better. Normal person ODs on heroin. Everybody. Wow. What a fucking bum. I hope they get their kids taken away. I don't need to waste my tax dollars on these people. That's pretty accurate. It very it, it really is. The only reason why people value Demi Lovato over that is because she contributes something to their lives. Yep. It, that's what <laughs> it Let is. me tell you something. Steve that you went to high school with that OD'd on uh-huh. heroin and that's fucking stealing from his family and doing all kinds of crazy shit, who's a delinquent to society and contributes nothing. Look, I don't care if Demi Lovato kills herself. Right. It's sad. And it's sad that Steve does it. Yeah. But guess what? I don't care about either one of them. Yeah. I don't either. My thing is, I judge Demi Lovato a little bit more than I judge Steve. Yeah. Because Demi Lovato's got every opportunity to fix her problem. Every opportunity. So, don't tell me that I care more about Demi Lovato. I'm judging Demi Lovato more. Well, she's in the spotlight and she's, you know... You know, a young, beautiful but woman, you know talented. What? She's got all the money and the opportunity in the world to yep. help herself with that problem. Yep. If you it's feel true. like you're, you've got the urge, you've got to get some help. Yep. And they know that. They have these programs. But a typical person like Steve, that will just say, doesn't have the opportunity to get help. Not at all. Steve's probably already lost his job. He doesn't have insurance. There's no way he can get into a program to help himself. No money. So homeless. I feel a little bit more pity about Steve. But after a while, I don't fucking care about either one of them. Yeah. Because you know what? Life is a beautiful thing. And we should all appreciate it just a little bit more than what we do. Right. And, you know, people like that, it's hard to say because addiction is kind of something you inherit. Yeah. I mean, I think we we know that now. Right. But (laughs) at least alcoholism is. But these people, man, they, they just... Sometimes they get second chances and they go overboard. And who fucking cares at that point? Yeah, second, third, fourth, fifth yeah, chances. who you cares? Know. And you it, know what? I honestly don't give a shit if Demi Lovato comes back from this. Right. And makes another successful album because she fucked it up. Right. I mean, I'd like to see her come back healthy and, you know, as a person, absolutely. Because you don't want that on nobody. No, but, I don't I don't wish anything terrible on anybody. But, but if she, like... I'm not, I'm not sitting here hoping that she does it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, she's... Yeah. Hey, that's up to her. Right. Like I said, nobody owes her. I don't know her any sympathy. No. I don't know her nothing. You, at neither all. do you, if no. you listen to this. You don't know anybody's sympathy. Right. You know? People know the dangers of this shit and they still fuck with it. Right. And then, you know, people act like you're some kind of terrible person if you don't show sympathy towards them. Hey, you know, you know that shit is addictive. Right. And you know it's it's just dangerous to mess with, but you still went ahead and did it. Somebody must have must uh missed dare class that day. Yeah, I, I mean, and I can't, you know, no, nobody owes anybody any sympathy to that. And not to her defense, but you know, when you are bipolar and chemical balance, that does not help the situation no, at all. And it's, it's, it's not pity party or anything, but I tell you what, that does not help at all. It, you know, that probably even feeds it more. Oh, oh it, it definitely does. So, I mean, I mean you know, it's having it, a mental illness plays into that big time. Yeah. But at some point, like I said, when you're Demi Lovato. And you've you've got the money and you've got the opportunities to to keep your problem in check. Yeah. Number one. And you're not doing it and you're shutting yourself off from your friends. I mean, does she fucking care about her friends now? I mean no. who knows, you know? I mean, oh, that's just the drugs talking, whatever. I mean, I don't like yeah. I said, I just wanted to make a point, like, there's no difference between the two of them. No, there's not. She has more opportunity to fix herself yeah. than Steve. If anything, was. 
I find that statement offensive because I judge Demi Lovato more than I judge Steve. Yeah. You know, Steve just doesn't have the opportunities that Demi has. Yeah. yeah which, by the way, you'll find this funny. So I'm opening my Spotify this morning. And it's like recommended albums. Uh, Demi Lovato Spotify sessions in New York. So I'm like, all right, I'll listen to this. See what it's about. They got interviews on here. Okay. She goes to start this one song and she's like, oh, you know, um, you know, she's doing the intro to it, you know, talking about what the song is and she uses a bad word. She's like, I'm sorry, that'll be the last bad word I say. I swear I'm a good role model. <laughs> how, yeah. how, good you take did, that back? how good did that hold up? Yeah, not how, very well. Yeah, that's not holding up very well to me. No. I'm sorry. And that's the thing, too. You're in that spotlight and in that role to be a role model. Yeah. You know. What, what are know. these kids thinking, you know? Yeah. Well, Demi can do it. I can do it. And I'll be famous. And people will care yeah. and give me attention. No, that's not how it works. But she's got all the opportunities to get this fixed. And, I mean, you you got to take care of your shit, man. Uh, bottom line, it doesn't matter who you are. You got to take care of your shit. Yeah. Bottom line. That's like, you know, you going into the hospital over and over again for your diabetes and yeah. you knowing you got a problem to take care of. Right. But you, you're not doing, you take care of it for a little bit and then you're like, ah, fuck it. Right. Yeah. But I see, I learned Let the, the good times so roll, baby. Right. So I've learned my way the one time. So now I will be doing it, you know. Right. Exactly. I mean, but people it's as simple as understand. that. Yeah. You, you know, you have a problem. So you gotta, you gotta work hard and keep it in check. Yeah. You have to adjust. And I don't feel sorry for her. I just don't. She's got she's got the money and the opportunities to take care of herself. Me as a human being, I'm just sad that people have to go through that. Yeah, I mean nobody but, should have to worry about a drug that's going to fuck them up. Yeah, or, you know. But <sighs> who is like where's where's the the people at in her life? You know, yeah. is what I want to know. But I, it's just terrible either either way you go. Yeah, like you said, I don't I don't want to see anybody suffer like this. I don't want to see you, you know I'd hate. To hear about one of my friends say, man, my really good friend Joe OD'd. He choked on his puke and right. he's uh, dead. Yeah. We couldn't get his shit together. He just disappeared. But you know what? I mean, what can you do? Some people don't want help. Yeah. I mean, even with, she even has like, you know, her counselor or whatever, and he, she was shutting him out as well. So, yeah. I mean, he was reaching out to her, but, you know, she's still shutting him out. But I mean, how much was he reaching out to her? Was he going over? You know, right. getting everybody over to bug the shit. I mean, I don't know. I, I, and it, it doesn't. It's what, I, I mean, I can't judge yeah. them too bad because yeah. you just don't know the whole story. Well, on top of that, you know. But I'm like, just here to tell you, I see no difference between. No, there's no difference. I mean, she has more money. I judge, I judge to me more than I judge Steve on that yeah. meme. You know, and these people, you know, it's not that people don't care about the dude you went to high school with that OD'd. Yeah. It's just a completely different story. Yeah. And, you know, I, like I said, I would give Steve a big, bigger break than I would to me. Right. That's all there is to it. Yeah. And yeah, I feel more sorry than I do for Steve than yeah. I do for Demi. Like, I, I saw that news and I was like, oh, there goes another one. Yeah, that's what it is. You know, what can you do? You know, just like, you know, that's a different thing, but just like, you know, Lee Singer from Lincoln Park, Chester Bennington, like the main yeah. thing. I mean, it's a sad waste of life for someone who is talented, a family man, but what can you do? You, you it, know, you know, that's a, another, that's a whole nother story, but it's kind yeah. of something similar. Yeah. But, you know, those people suffer in their minds. Yeah. And, you know, I don't think anybody really knows what depression's about unless you've been through it. Right. In some shape or form. And 
I know that suicide is very selfish, and I'm sure that he did too. Yeah. And but I can't see leaving kids behind, man. I mean, and, and through our perspective, you know, you you know, you're probably one of the biggest bands of that time. You know, Playboy model, wife, four kids, right? You right. know, all that. And in our minds, it said, "How can? Why are you depressed?" And here's the thing: it all comes back to he's got every opportunity in the world to to keep this in check and to get help. Yep. So it's hard to it's hard to feel sorry for him, yep. but I understand. And then it's just like it, it's like it's hard to it's hard to you know grasp. Well, dude, what? you got all the opportunities. Right. It, it, they have all their opportunities, but in their mind, they don't think they don't have it. Right. And it's so hard because it, it's depression and chemical imbalance and bipolar is such a serious thing. It's so hard to understand. Oh, it is. And it, like I said, it's one of those things where people don't really know. Right. It's easy to judge, but you really don't know until you've, you know, you've, you've been there. Through it. Yep. And, you know, I, I know I may come off like a prick here with this whole talk, but I do have sympathy for people, but. At some point, you keep hearing the same story. You're like, yeah, that's on them. You become numb to it because, yeah, that's the word numb. Yeah, become numb to it. Like, oh, okay, yeah, whatever. Okay, so more happy stuff. That was more depressing. Let's move on. Let's move on. Yeah, let's move on to uh, let's talk about Mission Impossible Fallout. So we saw that last night with our buddy Chris. Yeah, yeah, we didn't make the uh, I tried to get us tickets to a uh, early showing. Yeah, and I, I mean, if you don't hit the email on that. On that thing right away, it's sold out. It's done. Yeah. I mean, and then there's no guarantee because they reserve the theater. And if it fills up, it fills up. It fills up. You're first come, first serve. So if you get there late, there's nowhere to sit. You don't get to see it. Yeah. But I tried to. We didn't end up getting into it. Our buddy Devin or Devstar that was on here last week, he got into the early showing. Yep. So he told us how good it was. He said it was good. And I was like, well, we got to go see it Thursday then. Got to. But we, we ended up catching a. 750 showing on the super screen at Marcus Theaters. One of the best theaters ever. Yeah. If you guys get a chance, go to the Marcus Theater if if there's one near you. The you know, the whole theater, every theater has the other recliners. Um it's just a good good environment. You can get food there if you want. Obviously most theaters do that now. But I think Marcus has a environment that AMC hasn't been able to capture for me yet. I mean, once you go there, you get spoiled and you don't want to go to any other movie theater. Right, right. But Man, this I thought this was like the perfect ending to, you know, what Mission Impossible stories they've given us. Right. Um what was the last one? What was it Rogue Nation? Yeah, Rogue Nation. Rogue Nation. So yeah. this one was kind of like a sequel to Rogue Nation. Yeah. But then it had like sprinkles of other storylines throughout the Mission Impossible chapters. Yeah. But it was really good and I mean the the driving scenes Fantastic. Freaking awesome. Like the chase scenes, fantastic. The chase scenes where he's in the car and the motorcycles are chasing him. And the, there's a scene where he's on a motorcycle himself, and that's just the camera work is amazing. And they you have did to get a Tom, phenomenal job on this movie. You, you have to give Tom Cruise props for doing a lot of that stuff Man, himself. Let me tell you this. It isn't summer unless you see Tom Cruise doing you know, over the top shit. stunts yeah. on the big screen. Oh, absolutely. I totally agree with you. I'm, it, it's just as crazy as the dude is in some stories I've read about him, like on set. Yeah. He's kind of a douche, but man, the dude makes a good summer blockbuster. movie. Yeah. I mean, you can't argue with that except for the, uh, the last mummy movie they made. That was, dude, shit. I watched, I, I've seen clips. And I was like, oh, no. oh, it was, it was, it was a shit. The only thing that looked interesting was Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe was the really 
shining point of that Dr. movie. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Other than that, it was it was complete garbage. Yeah. And I hope they don't make the monster universe like they were talking about. They I don't want to see any more of it. Yeah, they I I'm don't, done with it. I don't think they're gonna move on with that since after that flopped. Even as hot as the mummy was, Dude, she couldn't so save hot. that movie. She's so hot. She was hot, but she couldn't save the movie. It was awful. No, I don't know about her acting though, but yeah. But man, let me tell you something. Henry Cavill and Mission Impossible Fallout. He was a beast, dude. Dude, he is awesome. He was it, awesome. Tear, I mean, just tore it up. Yeah, you can even tell that, you know, because if you've seen um, Justice League, how they kind of had to CGI his mustache. Yeah, because they were filming Mission it, Impossible. You can tell how big he is, too. And he had to come in for the... That's the thing, is I don't think he... If he wasn't making Mission Impossible, I don't know if he would be as big as he was in that, but he was fucking ripped in those... Dude, that dude is dress stacked, clothes. man. <laughs> I mean, yeah, his dress clothes were, like, popping open. Throwing like, dudes through the, the bathroom wall and Jesus, shit. That, that dude had to learn boxing, because that dude was lighting him up. Yeah, he had, like, an old-school fighting style. Yeah. He didn't have, like, any, like, jiu-jitsu or... It wasn't, like, Krav Maga, like, the self-defense or... No, nah, he straight up went into some old-school dirty boxing moves. <laughs> Dirty boxing slash he channeled his Rocky Balboa right. with the body man, shots. He, just, he went in and was like tearing this dude's gut up. Yeah. But man, man, I was getting pumped up just watching. Like, yeah. So when you go and see this movie, because we're telling you, you need to go and see it at the theater. Yes. The One of the very first parts of this movie is freaking amazing. They, uh, they're sneaking into France yeah. on this airplane and they jump. They skydive through like, a thunderstorm. Like, yeah, it's like thirty thousand feet, twenty five. Yeah, they're feet. like a, they're above it to where they don't register on radar or something. And they have to wear like oxygen masks. Oh, but stuff. they jump. Yeah, they jump. They skydive into this thunderstorm, and it's lightning, and it's crazy. Henry Cavill's character gets hit with lightning, and oh, it's it's amazing. You I mean, gotta it's, watch it, it. I mean, it scared me bad too. Just like the crack of it. it the visuals was it was just mind blowing. Yeah. watching that, but. I mean, everybody was good in this. I'm sad Jeremy uh, uh, Renner wasn't in it. Yeah, I was. I was like sitting there on the trailer. I was like, "Where's Jeremy Renner in this, man?" But I mean, everybody else was phenomenal in it. Your typical Mission Impossible crew was in it. Alec yeah. Baldwin was in it, of course. Oh, we gotta love Alec Baldwin. Um, man. What's his face reprised his role as Benji, and then uh, there's Simon Luther. Pegg and Ving Rhames. Yeah, I mean, those guys are good in every Mission Impossible movie. Yeah, but I mean, it's 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 a great ending to. Rogue Nation story. It picks right back up where it left off, and, mm-hmm. and you'll be. I think you'll be pretty pleased with it. I mean, there's some some scenes that I was like really su- like surprised and shocked at. I was like, oh my god, yeah, you know. But just some over top action, but it's so good though. Yeah, I mean, over the top action, and you know, we were trying to like rank our favorite Mission Impossible movies today yeah. at work, and it's hard to like rank them, man. Like, I was trying to like. Think of you know obviously this new one is the highest ranked on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, it is. Yeah, and then it goes like Rogue Nation and Ghost Protocol, and then the third one, the first one, and the second one, I think. But to me, I, I still remember seeing the first one in the theater. Mm-hmm. My dad took me and we went and watched it on a Friday night, and it was it was awesome. <laughs> that part on the train at the end. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that movie was ahead of its time, and it was. I mean, you got to be in the like spy shit because there's a lot of dialogue too mm-hmm. in all of these movies. But I think one thing that me and uh, my buddy Chris were agreeing on was how terrible two was. Yeah, John Woo, man, he he directed that, didn't he? John Woo, yeah. And the, I mean, the style just didn't fit in with the Mission Impossible style. And I, and I'm a big fan of John Woo. I, yeah, I love like, John Woo movies. Yeah, but it doesn't fit the style. I mean, the the last like fight scene in two, I really enjoyed, but like, right. but it's just yeah. 
Yeah, the, the fight scene was sweet because they were on motorcycles at the end there, weren't they? Yeah, he was like doing the front wheel spin and like pulling the gun out, classic yeah. John Woo, and just shooting. Everybody. It was total John Woo style. Yeah, if but he, other than that, I mean, it just didn't. Something about it didn't seem Mission Impossible, you know? Yeah, I would say I agree with you. It wasn't Mission Impossible. And I remember, like. I remember watching the third one and not being fond of that one, um, just because it's my second home, I think. Uh, just because. It just seemed a little off to me. Uh, maybe mm. because the second one left such a bad taste in my mouth. I don't know. Okay. I need to rewatch it, though. I think I think now, after seeing all of these, I think I would have a much more better appreciation for it. So, I don't know. I, I need to rewatch it. I need to see if they're available online somewhere. Well, well our buddy Kyle, he was, if you saw his post, he's been watching them in, in session, too. Yeah. Um, on a, He's been posting those on Facebook. Oh, fuck so. that guy. He doesn't show up anymore. He's, he's watching a silent movie tonight instead of being here. Laurel and Hardy, by the way. What? Laurel and Hardy. The I, I don't care. It's I'm, all just, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, definitely go check out Mission Impossible Fallout. It, definitely worth it. Um, third on there. <laughs> so how would we rank movies? Like five stars, seven out of, or uh, one out of ten. Um, I would say maybe, I, I would do like the one out of ten thing. In Let's do opinion. stars. Stars? I think stars are easier for people to comprehend. Okay. What, what would you rate it on that one? That one, mm. four and a half stars. I would say four and a half, four point five. What you want to call it? That, definitely. And I would give Rogue Rogue Nation four stars. Yeah. Now Ghost Protocol five stars. Ghost Protocol was pretty sweet. I mean, Ghost Protocol was sweet. The first one, I go four stars. You know, I just it's hard. I can't hardly remember the third one. Yeah, the third that. the third one to me, it just like like I said, I wasn't terribly fond of it. So, I mean, I guess I would go three and a half stars on that. And the second one, two and a half, maybe three stars. Yeah. Just because it's, it doesn't feel Mission Impossible. It doesn't feel yeah, that way. It, it feels like a John Woo, like... Action movie with, yeah. a, with a touch of spy. Yeah. Um, you know, barely a touch of spy. But. Yeah. I mean, well, you know, of course, they got to make the mask in the face. So, that's the reason why I put the, the right, touch right. of spy in there. How sweet would it be to have that technology? Dude, I would be going around and imitating everybody. Yeah. I'm not even kidding. That would be awesome. I would love it, man. Oh, I would do it all the time. Of course, you wouldn't look like the person because we're so out of shape. Yeah, but... I'm short and fat. Like, I can't really impersonate Henry Cavill. <laughs> Donald Trump isn't five foot four. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing here? Okay, so we got through Mission Impossible Fallout. I think we're both in agreement that it's a phenomenal movie. Definitely check it out. Everyone should check it out. And we're just going to move on. I'm just going to move on. Move it. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. All right. So we did uh, trailers last week that premiered. Well, after we did the podcast, a shitload of trailers premiered. Of course. So we've got three to talk about. Mm-hmm. First up, Shazam. Awesome. Looks fantastic. Can't wait to see it. Zachary with the long Polish name, Levi. Levi, that's As our buddy Jason was hitting it. <laughs> He's got a long Polish name. I don't know his last name. So Zachary Levi is Yeah, it's Zachary Levi, dude. It's not It's not long Polish. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Uh, he he looks he looks awesome as Shazam, dude. Yeah, I've heard some people complain about it just because they're like, well, it's kind of cheesy. I'm like, well, it's a, he's a, he's a kid who gets you know becomes a superhero. Well, you know what? Fuck those people. Uh, I agree. Bob Shazam looks awesome. It does. And if you want to be a Marvel fanboy in this this movie too, up Go yours. Right Just don't watch it. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. You know, Marvel is phenomenal on its own. Right. But and- show some appreciation to the fans that want to see. 
this story be told. Right. Well, and I'm like, you know, it's and it, it doesn't look bad. It looks really well yeah, done. It looks good. It looks really fun. And I'm like, and they're like, well, it looks cheesy. I'm like, well, I've seen some Marvel cheesy Marvel movies before. So, you know, yeah, well, why are you going to hate on that a little for? different, but I mean, it's going to take DC a little bit of time to find their groove. And I think yeah. they're going to start to find it here in a couple of years. Yeah. But Shazam looks amazing, dude. It, yeah, looks, it looks really, really well done. It looks like it's going to be a really fun movie. Yeah, it looks real fun. I mean, Zachary Levi is a really fun actor to watch, you know, play roles. Okay. If you're a fan of Chuck. So I never watched Chuck, but I know who he is. He was amazing in Chuck. Okay. I mean, Chuck was a great show. And to this day, people are still talking about, you know, him reprising that role as Chuck. How many seasons was that on? Like five seasons or something? Like something that? like that, five or six. Okay. I mean, they did kind of end it, but you they ended it kind of weird where you never you don't really know the specifics. Okay. So I don't know. I would like to see them do a movie of that. But okay. I I don't think it's we're ever gonna see it. Okay. But we could, depending on how successful Shazam right. is. Well, I mean a lot of I mean, like a lot of shows want to come back after they you know. If I'm not mistaken, I thought Dwayne uh The Rock Johnson. Well, that's the thing too, because I look on the uh He's the supposed Wik- to be the bad guy, right? Yeah, the Wikipedia and it shows on there has Dwayne Johnson Black Adam. Yeah. So I I think they're really not. But I think sh- he was supposed to get his own movie before meeting Shazam. Okay. Well, I'm not, I'm not 100% sure on that. Yeah, they may not even show him until later on because it's not coming out till next year. So, um, so they're probably not going to. Comes show out in him. April next year, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, April. Mm-hmm. What a great time! What a great time to be a. What a great time to be a comic book fan. Yeah, to be a fan. We're really yeah. spoiled. Yeah, really We're getting spoiled. all these awesome movies, and I mean, yeah. the Marvel Cinematic Universe is just amazing, right? But the other trailer, we're there's we got two left. Two trailers to talk about. Aquaman. See, it's okay. To me, it looks good. I, I, I think that I really enjoy Jason Momoa as Aquaman, and I think that uh, how they're going to do the battles and stuff is going to be really awesome. Just not sure how they're going to do go with the story, how it's going to play right, out. Right, right. It, it, it look, looks like it's going to be a little hit and miss in certain spots, but it might be entertaining. Right. Amber Heard's in it. Is that her name? I think so. Johnny Amber. Depp's old wife. Yeah, she's hot. That's all I know. Yeah. She looks hot, and I'm going to go see it. Right. Well, and of course, I show my coworkers the, a trailer because they haven't seen it. And, of course, they're women. They're oh, like, yeah. Oh. At, women have Jason Momoa. We have Amber Heard for yeah, that exa- movie. Exactly. I mean, you're going to go see for for the for the beautiful people anyways. Right. But I, it'll. Uh, what's his face that directed the last couple of Fast and the Furious movies? He's directing this one. I forget his name. By Justin Wu uh, or something like that? That sounds correct. I don't. Not the Wikipedia. Isn't it? Yeah. I got my phone here. We can look it up. But he's doing it, and he's known for making like really fun movies. Oh, okay. And I mean, the last couple of Fast and the Furious movies, as over the top as they've been, they've been solid flicks, and they've been really fun. Right. Okay, let's see here. Okay, let's type in Aquaman. We need like a fact checker. Yeah. Yeah, we That's do. That's what we need. Somebody just type up shit. That's when we get starting to the... Uh, James Wan. James Wan. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay. James Wan. Let's let's go ahead and see what he's directed. Oh, well, he is known for being a producer on The Conjuring. I believe he directed the first one. Yeah, he directed the first Conjuring. Director of Fast and the Furious 7. Uh, he was a writer on Saul. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he was a writer on Saul. Death Sentence? Was he a writer or director on Death Sentence with Kevin Bacon? Uh, dude, I don't know. Hold on a second. 
Director for Insidious 2. Okay. Director for Insidious. Okay, now it's popping up on something. Jesus. She hate that. You can't look at anything without shit popping up now. Yeah. It's annoying. Director for Death Sentence. Movie's pretty cool. Director for Saw. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, the dude's pretty well accomplished. So, I mean, he's they put this movie in good hands. Yeah. So, we'll see what happens with that. I mean, like I said, it looks okay. It looks, it looks like it's going to at least I'm be a fun like movie. I'm not, like, as excited as I was for Justice League yeah. as I am for Aquaman, but yeah. I think it looks okay. So, I'm going to go see it regardless. I think it's going to be a fun movie, at least. That's going to be real fun. Yeah. We'll get to see a whole underworld in the ocean that we've never seen. Atlantis, right? Yeah. So, I mean, there's things we'll get to see on the big screen that we previously haven't seen. Yeah. So, it'll be interesting to see how they do the underwater scenes if they... They stick to like what they were doing in Justice League, or if he goes a completely different way and does it different, right? So we'll see what happens. Yeah. I'm not sure if I think it might be before Justice League for Aquaman. I'm not sure. I have no idea. Yeah, I, I don't sure. know what the timelines are. Yeah, but I'm talking about if they do the style of underwater yeah. scenes. Yeah, that Justice League did. Yeah, yeah. Where they're be- in like bubbles to talk and yeah, or if they're just gonna be fucking talking while they're walking around and underwater. Right. Yeah, because in Justice League, they had to like make a bubble to talk. Or yeah, something like I that, forgot. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. So, I bet you're pretty excited to talk about this, though. I am actually pretty pumped about this trailer. So, Godzilla, 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 Godzilla. You're ready for it, aren't you? I'm, dude. I'm pumped, man. Um, our, you, our you're the friend. biggest Godzilla freak fan I've ever met. Well, I but take that back. Laura's probably got me beat. Really? Uh, oh, yeah. I'm, she's never talked to me about Godzilla. Laura's a big bit, or another friend of ours, Laura, is a big fan. Shout out to Laura. So she's a big fan of that, too. Um, well, I used to have the El Rey Network, and every like Thanksgiving, they would have a, a movie marathon of all the Godzilla movies from Japan, like black and white, yeah. all of them. So, But now they have the new trailer out for the sequel to the original Godzilla that came out in 2015 or 14, I think. When I was a kid, I used to watch Sci-Fi Channel, and Godzilla would be on <laughs> <laughs> and I'd watch all the God, old Godzillas that way. Yeah. I mean, it, it looks phenomenal because it's just, you know, the graphics look amazing on um, the full-length trailer because I guess um, I think they have Mothra's going to be in it, um, King Godoria, I think it's pronounced. Um, and I think someone said um, the other one looks like a pterodactyl might be in it as well. But, I mean, the cinematography looks beautiful. It is fantastic. So hopefully, So hopefully it'll be pretty good to go see so can't wait for that that'll be next year as well you got your Godzilla shirt ready to go uh well you know what it's actually really small so they give me a new like Godzilla shirt so what did you shrink up or something man what's up dude they shrunk up man I don't uh, dry my t-shirts well usually I don't either but like this one like I don't know I almost got like a tank top on me so I got like like I got like a little belly shirt going so I gotta get a new one hmm it's not a hot look no, definitely isn't. No. Nobody wants to see your belly running around. No. I'm not getting paid for it either, Sue. So. <laughs> no, what's the point? <laughs> right. You're not an Instagram model, Rob. No, no I'm not. I mean, you. I got the face, but not the body. Okay. That's fair enough. Uh, yeah. Okay, so we're at the tail end of the show. Mm-hmm. We're at 39 minutes. And we every week when the pre-show, we give people an opportunity to pick a segment for us to talk about. Yeah. This one was picked by... Our old buddy we went to high school with, Brandon Morgan. Big shout out to Brandon. Yeah, definitely a big shout out to Brandon Morgan for picking the uh, user segment of the night. And it is things you hated in high school. 
I had to change it up a little bit. Okay. So, uh, do you want me to start or do you want to start? You know what? Well, this is your podcast, so you should, you know, start. Okay, I'll, I'll start. So, things I hated in high school, um, you know, I, I, it's easy to say you hate people. Right. But I don't really hate people, man. It's, it's, hate is such a, it takes energy. Right. But I, I tell you one thing I hated about high school was just being in the fucking building to begin with. Yeah. There was something about that building, driving into that neighborhood, and then going into the building. It was just, I did not feel like being in the building all the time. Right. And yes, I was a truant kid at times. And I think, you know, anyone that's been in that building can understand not wanting to be in it. Oh, absolutely. If you've been in that building. that fucking neighborhood too, man. That dope neighborhood. It's just something else. You know, it's just not a good environment to learn in. Yeah. It's just you feel like you can't learn nothing because you're going to school with savages who oh, dude, don't there, care to be there. There were kids that just fucking were savages, dude, just like you said. Disturbing class and I mean people couldn't learn and the teachers were the teachers were broken at times, I thought. Yeah. They fuck, they gave up, dude. They were just like, oh, I'm getting paid, whatever. I mean, I had an acting, uh, our acting teacher like was crying because this kid wouldn't listen. I'm like, dude, like if you don't want to be here, just leave. It's not right. that hard. I mean, I, f- I really felt bad for the teachers that were there looking back now. Yeah. And I, sure, there's actually, there is one teacher I did hate, Mr. Mm-hmm. Johnson. Mr. Johnson. I'll never he had the, Mr. Johnson. He walked like he had a peg leg. Oh, oh yeah. I couldn't stand me. He was very creepy. You'd come into his class and you'd be like, Mr. And then rattle your last name off. Yeah. But my dad had him in high school. And he found out that you were And my son. dad, you know, cut as many days as you could without being failed. And he walked in to take the final. So my dad turns his final in and he goes, we've had enough of you. Come on, I'm going to walk you down to student services. And uh, I'm going to fail you just because I can. And he's saying this all out in the hallway. And the principal hears him say that. He's he's out of teaching for 10 years. Jeez. So, fast forward. I'm a sophomore. <laughs> fast forward now. Yeah. And I bring home a rather disappointing interim report. And it's a pretty bad one. Mm. And he's like, Mr. Johnson, and this is a math class. I'm like, yep. He's like, dude, if this is the same Mr. Johnson I had, you you failed this class. And I'm like, wow. What did you do, dude? And then he proceeds to tell me the story. All right. So my dad goes in, meets Mr. Johnson. Sure enough, it's the same Mr. Johnson. Man. And, you know, he's acting all polite to him. And he's like, well, your son's just slinging football cards in my class and not doing anything. Totally not true. Right. We would get the class early. And uh, J-Bone had that class with him. Oh, okay. And we would, you know, we'd be in class early. The bell hadn't rung. And, you know, we'd be trading football cards or, you know, showing what we got. And then when class started, we'd be ready, you know, to try to learn, you know. But the dude didn't teach. He'd write down review pages, such and such, and it, do the assignments. And sit down, yep. He never taught a fucking day that I was in no. that class. Yeah. But... My dad had a meeting with him, and I was like, look, dude, like, I'm trying. Right. I'm turning in the same work as somebody across the the class, and I'm getting marked wrong, and they're getting marked right. I was like, I'm trying, and he, my dad just kind of let it go. He was like, I understand, dude. You're not passing that class. Well, he knows that you're actually doing what you're supposed to. Well, he didn't. You know, I was a little bit of a, 
I, I didn't have good grades in other classes, but I was trying. I just, uh, you know, it wasn't working out in that class because the dickhead wasn't teaching. Yeah, because I had him too. I just remember, you know, you said he's the name creepy. Of he was creepy. Yeah, he made his own T-shirts too, like button-up T-shirts. Yeah, that's like Chamo. They, they were always there. like Hawaiian shirts or something like that, from what I remember. Yeah, but he was just a creepy dude. And um, John, I'm, I still remember this very similar to what, what happened with my dad. Mm-hmm. John went to go turn his final in, and before John could sit down, he was like. You know, Mr. Such-and-such, services are no longer needed in here. Please go student services. And, you know, John's like, what did I do? And he was like, I don't want to see you anymore. Go to student services. Wow. That was his excuse for kicking him out. Jesus. You're an educator. You're not supposed to say shit like that to kids. No. But Mr. Johnson was one thing I terribly hated about high school. Yeah. In the building in general. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in the building in general, yeah. You know, just the drive going into the school and seeing all the shit going on outside the school. and It just... It, it brings down the morale. And yeah, the some people are, you know, I talk to, they're like, oh, high school was so much fun. No, it wasn't. It was not a great place to learn. And I feel nothing but pity for anybody that had to teach during that era we were in school. Oh, and, I feel bad for them. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it just was not a, a good environment to learn in. No. No, not at all. It was not. I feel like I didn't learn as well because I. I you yeah, know. I've, I've learned more in my adult life than I did in high school. I Just agree looking shit that. up on my own and yeah, trying to educate myself a little bit more. Right. But that place was terrible, dude. It, it just. It was, man. It fucking sucked. Yeah. I mean, for me, it was, like I said, it's the building. You don't want to be there because, you know, you got to deal with these savages who don't even want right, to be there right. themselves. It's like they'd go there just to wreak havoc and they can't just stay home and wreak havoc. And I hated the I hated the lunches too. Lunches are horrible. I know a lot of people like those. I hated them. Well, just now I think I can't remember uh, who was it. Oh, my buddy Corey, our friend Corey. We were talking about this the other day because I had dinner with him and his wife. Um, the spicy chicken sandwiches at the the, the, lunch the spicy place. chicken sandwiches were good. They were the bomb. They were fantastic. And you know that's funny that I know that because I just told you in the pre-show that I only eat, ate lunch like maybe a handful of times in the cafeteria. Lunch, yeah. Other times we, I was out running around during lunch hour. Yeah, with somebody, you know, the race to Wendy's. Yeah, yeah, because we were yeah. just talking about. Yeah, because me and Sleazy here and our other buddy Eric Jones, our another regular buddy of ours, we would uh, um, go out to lunch and we would ride with Eric and with his white uh, Cougar car and listen to our White Boy remix, which was a bunch of a uh, um, music back in the day, and uh, it was just so much fun because it was just like a race to get the Wendy's, so you know how packed it would be. Yeah, so, you didn't want to wait, have to wait in line because that was, you know, an extra 15 minutes. On yeah. Even, even though we got an hour for lunch, dude. Still, but. It was ridiculous that we got an hour for lunch. Yeah. I mean, I mean, for me, it was the building. I didn't really have any problems with the teachers, honestly. I mean, some of the best teachers, in my opinion, were my history teachers. I mean, Mr. Yeah, the Parr, history teachers were really good. Mr. If, you know, anybody's listening to that, you know, it's, it's Mr. Parr and Mr. Imes was great when he was sober. You know, and like I said, I don't, I don't hate anybody that I went to high school with. I do I dislike some people, sure, but that doesn't mean I'm going to be terrible to them when I see right. them out in public. And yeah, you know, people know if they treated you good. Yeah, people yeah, do you, know, and then people who people don't know, know. If they treated you good, and nowadays we're all on the same playing field. Yeah, so, you know, it really doesn't matter to me. Yeah, I mean, hate's a strong word. I mean, I try not to be that way either. But like, strong, strongly dislike. Uh, yes, we know you got a guy that you strongly dislike. Yeah, well, well, 
We won't name any names, but yeah, I'm sure people know who it is. They've seen you talk shit. Well, they've seen my posts, and people like my posts because they know it's the truth. So it is what it is. But I mean, you know, it's just, you know, it's pretty funny when people act like they're better than you, and they realize that they end up being a piece of shit, and you're better than them. But you know what? You you don't want to be that kind of person. But it's just really funny to me. Yeah. Um, in regards to that, but I mean, I mean, you know, the- I don't know, you know, what else, what other people hated about high school, but. I just hated I just hated the neighborhood. I hated going into that fucking building. Yeah. And I hated the the environment that it just held. Yeah, that's you know, what it was. Like, you, you mentioned the savages and I mean that we went to school with some pretty terrible people. Yeah. I mean, Columbus's finest drug dealers probably. Yeah. But I mean, other than that, I mean, we had really good teachers aside from Mr. Johnson that were trying to do their job and they yeah. couldn't do their job. Right. And that's one thing I look back and look on it like how would our education went with those teachers in a different environment? It would have been stellar. Oh yeah. I guarantee you if, you yeah, know, those if, teachers, they deserve a Nobel peace prize Yep, for trying to do the job they did in that fucking school environment. Yeah. They, I mean, they it should, was bad. Yeah, they should. I mean, and, like, you know, I remember my mom was really worried about me going to Marion Franklin mm-hmm. and I look back now and, you know, I always thought, you know, my mom was trying to take me away from my dad and, mm-hmm. and, you know, she had moved to Gehanna the summer of my eighth grade year, and she was trying to move before that. And now I know why she was trying to do it. She was trying to set me up for a better Success. opportunity. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see it back then. I saw it as something different, taking me away from my friends. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't, I didn't hate my mom at the time for it. I just didn't want to go with her. And I, I don't regret what I did staying. Right. You know, I could have went to Gehanna mm-hmm. and, Probably had a way better education and went on to college. Right. But that's, you know, I could have went on to college at Marion Franklin. It was just a different path. Yeah. But I don't, I don't regret it at all. I see what she was trying to do, but I don't regret staying either because I wouldn't yeah. have met the people I met and I wouldn't be the person I am today had I left and went on to experience a different path. Yeah. I, I agree with you hundred percent because I, I think, mean, I really think like all those situations made me the person I am Yeah, and made me want to, you know, be a better person as an adult and mm-hmm. whatnot and all that. Yeah. I agree with you hundred percent. I probably I mean, wouldn't be sitting here talking if I went to Gehanna. Right. That's a good point. Yeah. So you might be making, you might be a big CEO somewhere. Yeah, it could be, but you know what? I mean, I agree with you hundred percent. Like I had the opportunity to go to four Hayes at the time and i went there i did not like it i it just it wasn't me and i i missed yeah, all my Fort friends Hayes was kind of a, a yeah weird school yeah i missed my friends and you know i didn't like the environment stuff but you know what i wouldn't trade it for the people who i've met and i still know this day yeah um, right I, it, I mean that's the thing i met some really cool people and my best friends have been my best friends for years now yeah i mean so we're talking since eighth seventh grade yeah I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade either one of you guys for any anything in the world. That's how I feel too, man. I mean, I love everybody who I know. I mean, you guys are a foundation. You're basically my family. Yeah, you know, and so, that's you what, know, family is what you make it. Yeah, it doesn't matter what you, you know. You can be blood; it don't mean nothing. It's just the people who are there for you. Yeah, um, but I'm, hopefully yeah. that, hopefully that answers everything. Yeah. You know, I'm not trying to throw anybody under the bus, and it's not. You like, know, oh, I fucking hated that guy. Yeah. He was such a piece of shit. Yeah. Even I'm, they glad, were, I'm glad he's a piece of shit now, and he well, he's worthless. Well, you're not glad, but you can see that you know. They didn't I will say the one person that you hate, I was 
I was pretty happy when I saw a uh, mugshot. Yeah, I was pretty excited. I, I was too. like, that's just clarifying. But I had a little bit more personal stake in it on other issues, you know? Yeah, you had a personal stake. I, I never liked it. I wouldn't say do... stake. It was just kind of like, uh, you know, ha, huh, I was right, you know? Well, which is always nice when you're like, ha, huh, I was right. Yeah. Ha ha. In your face. Well, yeah. I, I, I didn't. I don't it's, think I ever put it in anybody's face. Well, you wouldn't put it in anybody's face, but you're thinking it in your head. Humbleness, yeah. bitch. It's it's being about being humble. Bitch, so. be humble. Bitch, be humble. Right? Hum- no, humble. I I would never. Yeah. I, you know, it's funny. You you know, you get in these scenarios where it's like, oh, I hate to tell you, see, I told you so. But sometimes you have to tell people that because they're just fucking stupid and they don't learn. Yeah, I'm that way too. Not that I'm saying anybody is. I hope nobody gets that intention. Yeah, I don't. I don't do that either. But I'm like, you know, after the fourth or fifth time, like, what do you want me to tell you? Yeah, I've, right. I mean, I've been nice to you about it, but you know what? You, you you like pieces of shit. That's not my problem, I, dude. It's to the point now where I don't even give people advice because they never listen. Yeah, I don't care anymore. Yeah, you know, and they come back to you and they're like, "Man, I fucked up." And, of course you did, because I've told you four times. Yeah, it's like, man, I hate to tell you something, but you know, people do not have your best interests no. in mind. They're all about themselves. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, so that was the last segment that was picked by Brandon Morgan. So big shout out to you, and I appreciate yeah. the uh, topic choice. We, it'd be nice to get Brandon on here someday. I don't know if I could concentrate because I'd be laughing my ass yeah, off. Yeah, that dude time. was funny as hell back dude, in the day. He, made, he entertained me. still funny. Through. I crack up over his Facebook oh, post. Oh, yeah, his post. Oh, they made me happy. I'm like, what's Brandon going to say today? Yeah, he's he's a character. Yeah. But I mean, I'm, he I'm sure he's school. like w- wanting to see what we say out of this, which isn't much. It's probably the lamest segment of the, the show. It is, but I, I had to send him a message. I'm not going to talk yeah. shit about anybody. You know? Yeah, I'm not I don't, I'm I don't not fucking either. care about them. I made my little comments, so I'm good. And I, yeah. I had to message him, so I'm good. It is what it is. You know, everybody has their life, and we're all all fucking we're all in the same boat just trying to survive exactly we're trying to keep our head above water and just and get through i the just day. i don't care i don't care what anybody else is up to i'm worried about me yeah you gotta do you and uh that's how it's gonna be yeah so hey guys hope you enjoyed the the show we're gonna close it off tonight but i just gotta say we had like um 200 and some listens oh really in the, the month of july nice we're on that last part of july so that'll add I just want to thank you guys all for reaching out to me, to, uh, telling me to keep going, telling me you enjoy everything we're doing. It means a lot when you reach out to me and tell me these things. And, you know, we're, we're trying to keep a schedule here every Friday. Yeah. So we'll, we'll keep putting it out if you want to keep listening. Yeah. We really appreciate all the feedback and everything and support. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Sleazy Podcast, and we'll be back next Friday. Peace out. Later.